You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 19, How Actor Aesthetic Came to Be. I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. Let's get started. up it's maggie barra here and welcome to the actor aesthetic podcast if this is your first time listening then where have you been thank you for joining us the actor aesthetic podcast is produced every monday for your enjoyment and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast you can also follow me on instagram at actor aesthetic slide into my dms or on facebook all links are in the show notes let's get on to the show If you have been following my blog, Actor Aesthetic, since its very, very beginning, and I am talking about January of 2017, then I can guarantee that you are either a very, very good friend of mine, you're my mom and dad, or you're my college professor at Texas State University for my digital and online media class. The second semester of my senior year at Texas State, I was looking to fill up some more credits. I didn't quite have enough credits to be considered a full-time student because I came into school with a lot of credits already. So I took a lot of AP courses in high school, and I basically finished everything off that I needed to finish. I took some summer classes during my spare time, and I was pretty much smooth sailing my senior year. But to keep my scholarship, I had to be considered a full-time student. And in order to do so, I had to take some extra credits. So I chose two classes that I took online in addition to my normal BFA and dance classes, and they were the history of mass media and digital and online media. And you're probably wondering, how did you come to that conclusion? So long story short, growing up, I always loved to write, but I wasn't too interested in creative writing. Instead, I was super into journalism and politics and religiously following the news. Even though I always knew I wanted to go to school for musical theater, and this was the career that I wanted to pursue for the rest of my life, but if college auditions didn't turn out the way that they wanted, I would go to school for some form of journalism, broadcast journalism, or political science. With some extra time on my hands my senior year, I decided why not dive into some classes in media just to see if it was something I might still be interested in down the line, whether it be a job working for a media company or going back to school to get my master's. And two years later, I can't believe I'm saying this, but thank God I decided to take those classes. A quick message for those of you who are considering going to school for musical theater or you're already in college, whatever. If you have the opportunity to take some extra classes and something that you're really passionate about that might not be about theater at all, 
do it. Because college is a perfect time to discover what you like to do besides musical theater. This career is definitely not linear, so why not just, you know, branch out and see if there are other things you might be interested in as well. I'm not advocating for a quote backup plan. But ultimately, I think the process of studying other things that you're passionate about in college is going to make you a more well-rounded performer. And maybe some of those classes might come in handy down the line. You never know. So the first day of class for my digital and online media course, my professor told the class that we had to make a blog. And this blog could be on anything our heart desired. It could be on something super specific, super niche, or it could be about fashion, lifestyle, travel, you name it. But when you have all of the topics in the world to choose from, it's really overwhelming because you don't know necessarily what your voice is yet and what you feel most passionate about and what you can ultimately write about for the next couple of months for a class, for a grade. I mentioned earlier that I love politics, and this was right around the time that Trump was elected, so I had a lot to say about that, and a lot of my friends had a lot to say about that. And I went to school in Texas, so you can imagine it was very heated in the southern states. But I was conflicted, because when you're an actor and you have this sort of public persona that you have to keep, especially online, you can get yourself into really hot water if you say the wrong thing at the right time. And ultimately, I decided not to write about politics because I was really nervous about the longevity of my career. You know what? I don't regret that decision at all because it led me to you guys and I don't think I would even still have a blog if I decided to go that route. So, Actor Aesthetic was born. Why the name Actor Aesthetic, you ask? I had someone ask me this question, like, last week, and I laughed because I couldn't remember why I chose it. I knew I wanted to write a blog specifically tailored to actors and aspiring actors, which is obviously why the name Actor is in it. But as for the word aesthetic... To be honest, I just liked the way that it sounded. <laughs> Does that make me crazy? I don't know. I found at the time that I was writing the blog that my friends were saying aesthetic or like, oh, that is so aesthetically pleasing. And for whatever reason, I loved the word and I loved the alliteration. And actor aesthetic sounded fun and flirty to me. So that's why I named it that. I struggled because I had a Maggie Barra Instagram account, and along with my blog, my professor also required us to make a Twitter and Instagram to go with the blog. So I felt stuck between these two personas because, to be honest, my personal Instagram was not very far off from the actor aesthetic Instagram because I was blogging about what I was doing in real life. So it kind of cohesively came together. And eventually, after I graduated college, I decided to let go of my Maggie Barra Instagram and only post on actor aesthetic. 
With that new Instagram account, I really wanted to start fresh. I wanted to keep things professional. And I wanted to create an account that represented my brand, represented what actor aesthetic was and what it could be and what it could offer to those who followed it. I wanted to be as transparent as possible when it came to finishing my degree, performing at our showcase in New York City, working my first professional theater gig outside of school, auditioning in the city, and so on. And social media really helped me achieve that because I could show you guys firsthand what I was up to and more importantly, things that you couldn't read about. Things that maybe you wouldn't know unless you experienced it firsthand. So the addition of the Instagram was really helpful for my blog because even though I was writing about things that I was learning as I went along in my journey as an aspiring actress, especially after I graduated from college, I was also putting visuals to that. So I was taking pictures of the audition holding rooms in New York City and the Actors' Equity Building and playbills of shows that I saw, or my headshot and resume, those kinds of things. But it wasn't until I started my Instagram live chats that actor aesthetic became one cohesive brand. Throughout the process of creating my blog, I was constantly researching the best times to post online, the best times to share on social media, the most popular hashtags for my niche. But one thing that popped out to me was that it didn't feel like I was quite connected with the people that were following me. I was inspired by certain accounts on Instagram that I enjoyed to follow that were holding Instagram live chats at a certain time every week. And these Instagram live videos became popular for these certain Instagrammers because It was like a TV show at night that people could tune into or on the weekend that people could enjoy listening to. And the best part about these Instagram live videos was that the people behind the screen could physically answer questions and talk to their followers. What happens on Instagram live is that you can go behind the camera completely live on your Instagram account and your followers will be notified when you go live. When a follower joins the live video, they have the opportunity to join in on the conversation by typing into the text box that the Instagram Live provides. So I decided to start Instagram Live chats at a certain time every week. I think at first I held my Instagram lives every Saturday at like 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then I eventually changed it to like Monday or Tuesday nights. But it was pretty consistent for the most part every week, the same day and same time. So my followers knew exactly when to expect me to go live. I even did advertising throughout the week saying that I would be going live at that specific time and I advertised the topic in which I was going to be talking about that week. The topics ranged from general Q&A sessions where my followers could come on every week and just ask any question that they wanted to ask, whether it was about theater, performing, auditioning, New York City, my favorite shows, characters that I want to play, whatever, just a day and a time for my followers to pick my brain. 
But my most successful Instagram chats were the ones where I had specific topics in mind to talk about. And those topics ranged from the different types of auditions in New York City, how to go about equity auditions as a non-union actor, navigating college auditions, life after college, what it's like to work on a job out of town, audition horror stories and fails. That was one of my favorites. I did that with the cast of The Little Mermaid at the Fireside Theater when I was out there. And I even did a Q&A with my dad about college auditions and his perspective on all of that. The Instagram lives were so much fun for me. And even though I had to prep pretty thoroughly for them, I really enjoyed them. And I always felt awesome after talking with the people that joined it. I usually wrote a couple of bullet points and things that I wanted to talk about within the context of the Instagram live. And I don't know if it's the same now, but at the time there was like an hour time limit in which I could talk on the Instagram live. But sometimes the topic would change depending on who joined me that night and what they really wanted to talk about. But that gave me a one-on-one opportunity to find out what you guys wanted to hear about, what you guys wanted to know, questions that you wanted answered that you might not feel comfortable asking otherwise and it was really helpful for me. I felt like the Instagram lives were a safe place, and I also saw this really wonderful community of artists start to grow from it. My favorite parts of those chats were when I didn't quite know the answer to someone's question, and someone else came on and answered the question for me, It was quite literally actors helping actors. And you don't see that that often, to be honest, because the competition is high. I get it. And statistics are low and the odds are very much against you as an actor in this business just because there are very few jobs out there for an actor. And there are a lot of us. But that was really special to see. Now, the good thing about Instagram live videos is that once you record them, you can post them to your Instagram and they can be there for 24 hours. As of today, that's the rule of Instagram and that could change and it probably will eventually. But at the time that I was doing this, I could post the Instagram videos and they would stay up there for 24 hours. The issue was that some of my followers were not able to join us at 10 o'clock at night on a Monday or 11 o'clock at night because they were working or didn't want to stay up late, whatever. So a couple people requested that maybe a podcast would be the answer to that. At this point, the blog was doing pretty well, and a lot of people were finding my blog either through social media or through search engines, which was the original goal. But as for podcasts, that was a completely new territory for me. The only podcasts that I had listened to were Chris D'Elia's podcast, which obviously I love because I love him as a comedian, and I think he's hilarious, and also the Pro Blogger podcast hosted by Darren Rouse, because that dude is a literal genius and was giving out really cool tips on how to successfully run a blog. I did some research and I found out that all you had to do was really find a hosting site for your podcast. So I went through Podbean and I already had a decent 
microphone that my dad got me a couple years ago, a Blue Yeti microphone, and I had a basic understanding of GarageBand, but I found out that's really all you need. I created a template for myself on how I wanted to talk on these podcasts, and I know it's going to eventually change, but this is the way that it is right now, where I give you guys basically the lowdown of the name of the podcast, the number of the episode, the title of the episode, followed by that cute little ditty that you hear, the intro to who I am and how you can find the blog on social media, and then we just dive right into the podcast. And at that point, it's just anything goes. Once I'm done, and once I feel like I'm done talking about that specific topic and I have nothing more to say, I close it out and I end with some more information on how to find the blog. This has been a really interesting experience for me because I'm learning as I go. I'm trying to relay information and be as transparent as possible about my journey as an actress, especially after I graduated school. Because I just want you guys to know what life is really like. I don't want to give you this false idea of what audition holding rooms are like and what EPA signups are like and what it is like to be an actor in a very, very saturated market. Theater is an incredible thing, but it also takes a really strong business mind. You need to know how to brand yourself. You need to know specific rules of the game. Otherwise, you're going to fall behind and it's going to make your life so much harder than it actually has to be. I am a firm believer that knowledge is power. And the more that you ask questions that need to be asked and you make your voice heard and you do your research the more prepared you're going to be when you get into this crazy industry. And hopefully the more successful you'll be. The Actor Aesthetic podcast has brought about really wonderful collaborations and partnerships, new friendships and new people into my life, new students and teaching opportunities, and just like a general sense of fulfillment. So I really really appreciate you guys following along, listening in, sharing the podcast, telling your friends about it, because I really do think that there is something special here that comes with a community of artists that is really unlike anything I've seen in this industry. If you are listening right now and you are on the grind and you are out there auditioning and pounding the pavement, then I just want to stop and take the time to tell you that You are freaking awesome. Listen, I'm out here doing the exact same thing. I'm out here every single day, waking my butt up, going into the city, going to auditions, going home, prepping for the next day, and going back into auditions, and also teaching and trying to make ends meet. And I get it. And I know it's really tough. I know it's really tough. If you're listening right now and you're planning to go to college for this, I hope that the transparency here helps you and guides you in the right direction. It's not meant to scare you in any way. In fact, my goal has always been to equip you guys with the best knowledge of auditioning and traveling and performing that I can possibly give you. That all comes from firsthand experience and from learning and talking with other people who are way more knowledgeable about this than I am and who've been around for a long time. I've just been feeling really grateful lately. I think I mentioned this on an earlier podcast, but I really love talking to you and with you guys. 
I am most active on Instagram at actor aesthetic. So if you don't already go ahead and follow me there, feel free to DM me with any podcast topics you want me to talk about or any new blog posts you'd like me to cover. I'm already getting some really awesome recommendations from you guys. So please keep them coming. It's super inspiring. And if you see me in the audition holding room and I'm sitting like a turtle in the corner on my computer or with my headphones in, I'm a pretty introverted person, but I would love to meet you. So just come on over and say hello to me. I love getting to know you guys and your journeys and hopefully getting to learn from you. Here's to two crazy wonderful years of the Actor Aesthetic blog and to hopefully many, many, many more. I think with that, I'll go ahead and conclude episode 19, what, of the Actor Aesthetic podcast. If you enjoyed that, please, please, please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Whatever your heart desires, it's going to help the podcast continue to grow and the blog for further inquiries, go ahead, email me at maggie at actoraesthetic.com or just shoot me a DM. Love hearing from you guys on Instagram. It takes a village. I will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>